This episode is brought to you by Hymns. Stay tuned for more information later in the show. Welcome to uh, the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle. I'm Ben, the voice of Wizard. <laughs> oh, a full name. Very full name. Formal. Uh, full name. Uh, uh, getting uh, professional here. Who's next? Uh, who you want? Below me. Let's go with the guy below me. I'm sorry. What? Uh, no. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm the voice of Boomstick. And, and then I'm got, Sam. Uh, and then we can toss it up above me. I'm the voice of Ringmaster Billy Burston. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Billy? <laughs> How are you? It's today? awesome to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I think this is the first uh, time we've seen into your room. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it was much more plain before I realized I was going to be in here for months. So. <laughs> so you judged it all up exactly all of this is new yeah uh, yeah for the most part <laughs> i mean i had it all right but so we obviously have a a, a special episode of death battle cast today because of uh what's going on with death battle and dbx right now um but uh bef- before we get into the big nerdy conversation that everybody is here for um i do really quick just want to address something regarding the Black Lives Matter movement and and the murder of George Floyd, um, just because it's what's going on right now. And I think it is important that we all say something about it. Um, Because even though this show is obviously not really meant to be, uh, it's meant to be a form of escapism, right? Through ridiculous, nerdy debates and whatnot. Um, But you can only escape from reality so far before it becomes delusion. And the topic of racism is something that needs to be discussed. In fact, whenever it's come up on the show before in the past, like I've said something along the lines of uh, four white men sitting around aren't going to solve this problem. So let's move on, you know, something like that. Um, And while I guess there is some truth to that, uh, I've realized that it is the wrong thing to say. uh, And that uh, I've realized it's basically actually an excuse to not talk about something that's important, uh, the injustices that are right in front of us. uh, And that's wrong. Um, at this point, it is abundantly clear that if we don't talk about it, then nothing will ever change. So while we will be continuing this Death Bell cast episode as normal, uh, don't worry, we are getting to the ridiculous nerdy stuff. Um, it is important to ensure that when the normalcy in the world does return, it's a new normal. Uh, what What's happening right now isn't random. People are pro- uh, protesting for a good, just cause, and they need to be listened to. Um, while the riots, which should be considered separate from the protests, um, are not ideal, uh, anyone who doesn't understand why they're happening should take the time to learn why. Uh, if a man taking a knee in protest to police brutality can have the entire country turn against him, then like, what does that say to people about peaceful protest? You know. Uh, so let's make sure that the new normal is one where we can all put aside our own ignorance um, and listen, empathize, learn, and understand one another. Simple as that. That that is a step that I think everyone needs to take, um, even if they believe they have already. And that's that. So well that's said. the heavy topic. Let's yeah. uh, let's get into nerdy some shit. nerdy shit. Unless yeah. unless any of you have anything you want to say on the, on the topic. I think you did a great job. Other than yeah. Uh, yeah, educate yourselves, and um, if you want to support, there's a lot of ways to do it. And there's so educate yourself on how you can do that, and find what best way to support works for you. Yep, perfect. All right, so we've got a. Uh, it's so weird transitioning from something that's you know very really serious, serious and, like, important <laughs> to the world to something as unimportant and and ridiculous as a death battle. But uh, let's go ahead and force that transition here uh, to talk about um, the latest death battle that just came out, uh, Shira versus Wonder Woman, uh, an episode that um, has been highly requested for a very long time. Like, I think since the beginning of the show, uh, it's been one of the highest requests for uh, a superhero matchup. Um, and it's definitely one that I've, I've, I've always intended us to cover at some point. Um, but uh, there were other Wonder Woman matchups, obviously, that um, in particular, Wonder Woman versus Thor was one that I knew like we, we kind of had to do first. Right. Like because that's like the Wonder Woman matchup, the Marvel versus DC matchup. 
Um, so now we're into uh, the the weirder one, which is the crazy princess of power from the 80s. Which is the one that I wanted exist, to do from the apparently. beginning. <laughs> uh, so we do have the Q&A. Uh, we, are, we are back to our usual schedule. I know the last couple de uh, Death Metal casts, we've been like back and forth the Q&A because uh, we had like Butch Hartman on and, and yeah, we've had a lot going on. stuff was happening. But we're, we're back to normal, I guess. Uh, we're back to the usual thing. So, uh, Sam, you were the writer for this episode. Thanks for doing yes, that. Yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Chizai, so, I was. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I was the I was actually the accidental writer for it because due to circumstances, it was kind of last minute. It was like, oh no, somebody needs to write this, and I was like, I'll do it, I guess. I well, haven't done it in a while. Because, sure. It also helped because you've researched Wonder Woman before, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Although to be fair, it was like three years ago, so it was pretty much a fresh dive again. But there was, I was like, <laughs> I'd be going through, I'd be like, yeah, I remember that. Yep, still crazy. Okay. Hey, it's not fairy tale, <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> yeah i went on um, a pretty fucking big character that's true. <laughs> that's true yeah she's got you know 80 years or whatnot of of content to go through i mean of course um you know people were asking like are, are we using pre-crisis included in this and obviously no that's not, that's not how the rules of death battle work we we stick to i know dc is in a confusing place right now because they've had like four reboots in the last 10 years <laughs> essentially um but the latest reboot basically combines everything except for pre-crisis into one yeah. entity um so no we, we can't really say oh we're using new 52 uh wonder woman we're not we're not using post-crisis wonder woman we're using everything i mean technically i guess we are using post-crisis wonder woman it's just that everything that happened after flashpoint is now back in with post-crisis because yeah, like Flashpoint kind of sucked, <laughs> um, basically. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't like hate Flashpoint at all. I think Flashpoint, no, especially stuff. the animated movie, is pretty great. But um, yeah, it, it is. It does have some slightly problematic storytelling vibes to it. <laughs> the fact that they like were just like, eh, it works for some, it doesn't. Yeah, and the way they 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 redo that because they have her as like kind of like from like a really brutal amazon like where mm -hmm. it's like all like they're like warriors about war and shit and then she like has to remember that that's not actually where she's from even though she is from there but she's not it's like it's real and then like batman yeah. didn't even get a reset it was like oh all the post-crisis stuff still technically happened it just all got scrunched into four years or something like that yeah and they're like yeah. we're gonna reset batman and then he was like no that's <laughs> like yeah. okay but we can't get rid of nightwing <laughs> red hood and tim drake so it all happened anyway yeah uh it was messy um but that's that's comic books for you it, it, it's a it's a messy storytelling medium and it always will be if we have these giant multiverses of characters um but anyway let's go ahead and get into the questions because we got to get into dbx as well i mean billy's here right yeah <laughs> He did chat well, with Billy. Billy actually did work on Wonder Woman as well. You did a, a lot true. of like lighting and stuff for Wonder Woman. Yeah, I Billy. I was helping Christina out with that. Uh, and I want to send, send a big shout out to Christina because she was wrangling that episode. Like, super pretty. The, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The it, I would, the lighting and... I think I said it last week before the preview, but I think as far as like a fight animation, this is the this is my favorite one we've ever done Ooh. hands down. Like, I think it is the best yeah. one um it's but yeah dramatic. so yes. w w you want to dive right into these questions um sure well though really quick on that topic i do want to say uh uh this animation was headed up by uh christina who's who's been working on death battles for a while um and obviously ruby and genlock and whatnot um it's but so pretty a, a, a lot of people <laughs> uh always kind of look to the animator Lead, the animation lead is like the person who made that fight the way it is. And while they obviously have a huge part in it, um, I do want to shout out to all the uh, people who are working on the models, the viz posts, like like Billy and making it look as good as Definitely it is. Lighting. It's not as no, simple as one person just pushing <laughs> buttons to move a character around. Uh, we have a team of people um, and they are all yeah, incredible yeah. at what they do. Absolutely. Uh, so thank you for helping me. We're helping her out. That was, that's like three people for that huge yeah. fight. Mm -hmm. Thank you yeah, for, for helping make it as pretty as it is. Animators were uh, Tina, Hannah, Matt Dury. Um, yeah, we had like it was it was a whole team. It comes together to make this like this was a lot of people involved in this one. I don't know who did the models necessarily, but they were done in house. And they're all fantastic. Like, yeah, 
it was a lot. It was a lot yeah, we've come, we come a very long way from having one animator tackle everything from start <laughs> to finish and working themselves to um, the bone. And that's, I mean, that's been a goal of ours forever. Uh, and I'm just, it's so nice to see where we're at. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> the, it looks like Billy. It looks like you're mentioning in the chat that there's a bit of a so, audio issue coming from you. Yeah. I was actually about to bring that up. So your mic's crackling super hard. At the very mm-hmm. least, for our, I'm going to do our post show li- or our uh, our VOD show listeners a solid. Can you open up Audacity and start recording your mic <laughs> so that we can drop that Which in later, just in case? Weird because it was just fine. You might just refresh your VMix tab as well. We can try that too, but like, let's get that recorded so we can replace this for if you guys <laughs> while you're watching this on the cool <laughs> the show. So while while Billy is setting up that up and refreshing uh, his, his feed, um, we can jump into the questions. Um, since Sam, do you is going to read them? You have I haven't pulled up right, right now. Read them if you want. Yeah, cool. Look yeah, at yeah, that. He's prepared, it. ready to go. Number one, actually not on this episode, but it's still a general death battle question. You say the best way to submit death battle requests is through the request form, but it only allows suggestions for up to one or one-on-one fights, right? So making it impossible to suggest a battle royale or like a 2v2 or something like that. So do you have any plans to address this issue? Yes. Yeah. You can game uh, the I, system I, by putting multiple names in one box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically you could. Um, uh, we, we've talked about this online, I think, but not really on this show um the <laughs> i mean battle royales and, and 2v2s i mean have you seen how many of those we've done we haven't done a whole lot um for a good reason it, those are very difficult to do and take a lot of time um the the worry about doing a battle royale is that if we do it it could mean that we will have less episodes across the year and we are uh, as we will talk about um, with uh, with how death battles working this year, we have been striving to make more episodes um, right ac- across a single year. So that, that that has been a major goal of ours, so that we can get to as many yeah. matchups as possible and also keep consistent quality. Um, but that doesn't mean battle royals are off the table. It's just that they're a little trickier for us to do. And when we for are sure. going to do a battle royale, we're going to try to make sure we do one that is like really really worth our time on. Um, so yeah, like, the best I, way I, to suggest a battle royale is to talk about it publicly because it's less about the individual responses and more about, I want to see the conversation around it. Um, if people respond to you, uh, talking about a battle royale and if, if people are talking about it, then we will see it. Uh, like we see comments, we see the Twitter posts, like we see those. Um, so while the suggestion form is the best way to get your individual matchup, like zeroed in on us. Um, we will, we do see these discussions. So that's the best way to talk about it. Sorry, Chad, did yep. you have something you want to say? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, you, you you say it's tricky. And just to elaborate, like, you know, the, the goal of this show is that, I mean, despite what some people say, look, we don't, we don't put any personal bias into the show whatsoever. Our sole go go get every single episode is we just, we want to know, like, who would win in this fight to the death. Um, and when you get multiple characters involved, it gets very, very tricky and it gets harder to do that, especially if they have no knowledge of each other, because then we're starting to make the decisions of like, but who, what if this person attacked first? And so it's like, oh, well, shit. So like, it just, it, it brings another element. It makes it really hard. And that's why like a lot of the battle, the, the battle rails that we've done, like for example, TMNT, that was better because they all have existing knowledge of each other and we can then determine how they interact with each other. And like, that was much easier to determine like, Oh, who would strike first? Oh, we see because of this. So like, it's very, very complicated. Um, and it's not to say it's off the table, but it, it, it takes a lot more work and it also needs to be like the right scenario. Uh, cause we don't, again, we don't want to ever be like push who we think would win, like who or yeah, sorry, who it, we want to win. Like it, 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 it adds <laughs> a lot of new variables into it that, just stack yeah. up against everything else right. we're already working with, which add to more time. Not to mention the fact that we're animating potentially twice, if not four times as many characters as normal, and we're modeling all those characters and building right. sprites, whatever we have to do. It, there's yeah. just more time that needs to be spent on it, which can do you become rem- a problem. That's basically Yeah, it. you remember like with the Pokemon Battle Royale, Ben? Do you remember when I, I went through, what did I do? I ran, like, I, I just remember going through and putting a bunch of stats together, and like, I remember just having like a sim of like how things went between all of them clashing in all these different ways, and then we came up with like, Oh, and and then at the end of it, it's like, oh, actually, like it was Blastoise, right? Well, like actually won the most out of like all these sim scenarios. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time like, taking all their different moves and like doing a 
cross charts basically of what like how each uh, uh battle could potentially go through we went through so many different scenarios for that it, it took a very long time um yep. but one, <laughs> also, of biggest, real, one of the biggest one of the biggest difficult parts about it was figuring out who would actually uh i, I believe charizard was fastest so we were like oh yeah charizard is going to get the first attack off but who so does, what does it that actually mean? target? Right. I remember, guy. we okay. talked so long. Like, well, what happens if he hits Blaster first? What happens if he hits Venusaur first? And then, like, and so we, we had, had to then go, go through that scenario. Uh, essentially, we went through Charizard's personality and, like, what we have seen Charizard do in the anime uh, to figure out that he would attack uh, Blastoise first, if I recall correctly, because of his... Uh, uh, it's been a long time since that episode, but I believe the general idea was like, like Charizard likes a challenge and will challenge the one that is stronger than it, so it would target Blastoise because <laughs> I remember the strong thing going like, that kind of thing. Okay, I remember well, just the wait. branching paths were insane because it was like, yeah, if Charizard attacks Blastoise first, then okay, then how would he respond? Then if he does Venusaur restart, how does that? And like we did we, that for like yeah. all the scenarios, and it got it got wild. Anyway, it's, anyway, it's confusing with why it's hard to do battle royale. On right. on another note, you said like sometimes a lot we 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 see conversations about like fights and how they happen and stuff and that is important to us as well. I just wanted to say to anyone if you want to get dirty nerdy in um like you, Twitter isn't your <laughs> favorite place, there is a death battle community Discord. Like so, if you want to go talk with other nerds that want to have that debate with you, that's probably a good thing to go check out. Uh, so yeah, yeah, if they want to get know, just dirty nerdy, but not with the birdie, they should go to the yes, Discord. yes, yes. If they want to get dirty nerdy without the birdie, oh go to the community God. Discord. It's a it's a pretty fun uh, place that I definitely never lurk. Um, <laughs> before, before we jump into the rest of the questions, I will say uh, we are about to spoil the Shira versus Wonder Woman episode. So if you have not seen Spoilers. it, um, you should you should go watch it because we're about to spoil who wins. Like I think literally in the next question. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, here we go. So yeah, He Man fought Superman, and Shira is He Man's equal, and Superman is on par or even stronger than Wonder Woman. By that logic, shouldn't Shira have won? Well, <laughs> chaining yeah. ideas together like that, um, I, I see every so often, but like connecting threads in your head and whatnot. Um, yeah. we, we have a tab uh, actually in the episode that sort of addresses this, but long story short, uh, He-Man only really is able to stand up to Superman because He-Man is powered by magic and Superman has no defenses against magic. So He-Man becomes a bigger threat. Yeah, so That's putting in really brief terms, but that's the basic gist of it. We can move Wonder on. Wonder Woman generally goes on toe-to-toe -to -toe with Superman too, right? Like, yeah. Yes, and yeah. I would go as far as my personal opinion to say that Wonder Woman would most likely win in a fight against Superman. But that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> you messed up She-Ra's moon feet. You're ignoring that it's much smaller than our moon. This is proven because Eternia and Eth Etheria <laughs> and Eternia, which is that those two being like the exact same word killed me uh, when writing the script. <laughs> like we went over it like seven times being like, did we fuck up any of the Etheria Eternias? Like... But yeah, um, <laughs> they, they orbit each other and don't pull each other apart. That would mean that Eternia must be, or Ethereum must have a really super small moon. Uh, yeah, that's not so, how that works, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, that there's there's a, a misconception um, that 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 I, I think there might have been some comics that might have kind of confused how Etheria, I'm doing it now, uh, how Eternia and Etheria are positioned in space. Um, they're not orbiting each other. They actually orbit the same sun in the same orbit path, and they're on opposite sides of the sun. It's it's that parallel universe sort of thing. Um, and it's, it's crazy, super coincidental that it just so happens to line up that way, but they are orbiting the same sun, not each other. Um, and it is specifically stated that Eternia has two small moons, but Etheria has a large moon. And just based on the descriptions of the moon, it seems like the best way we can kind of, uh, 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 I mean, there is a little bit of assumption to it, but like we have to assume that the moon is similar to something like our own moon in order for well, all of this shit to make sense. They're using, essentially their planet is kind of like an Earth allegory, so it's... Mm -hmm. It's pretty reasonable to put it in that, like, yeah, it's pretty much our moon. Um, yeah. Next one, though. Why didn't you use the new Netflix She-Ra? Did you kill She-Ra to say that you hate the reboot? Um, <laughs> no, the reboot. The reboot, I would go as far to say is that, and I haven't seen the newest season of the reboot, but the reboot is fucking better awesome. than 
any of the content from old She-Ra or mm, any Time mm, Wonder mm, Woman. Mm, mm. I would go to say that the oh, new She-Ra show wow. is probably the best bit of content from I, either of these franchises. Dude, um, so Kira had started. Wonder Woman has like, got some good moments, but I, I, I re-put it on to be like in the time like it's early in the morning. And I'm trying to like watch the kids while also like slightly just like still dozing. And like I couldn't even like close my eyes because I'm like, fuck, this show is so good. Like I was like so invested in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah really it's really good. good. You yeah, got to the new, point though. New that, like, is, is excellent, and I, I highly recommend it. Especially the la- the last season is phenomenal. Um, we talked see, a little bit about this in the, in the last in the last. And I haven't uh, seen that yet, yeah, but Kira's there. It just gets so, better. Like, better. But it's now I haven't watched better, all better, of better. it. And now, like, yeah. uh, man, I, I saw one that was like, clearly some shit was going down. And, like, Kira had gone outside and just left it playing. And I ran and was like, no, no, no. And I stopped the TV because <laughs> I didn't want to have anything spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I, well, another thing to say to that, though, is, like, from, and once again, I haven't seen the new season. It, it just, it is a very different She-Ra in, like, there is not that Hanna-Barbera ridiculous power strength thing where she scoops up a fucking lake. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't so, have the filmation effect. Um, though I will say, just to put a bow on this question, um, the main reason we did not use new Shira is because in season four and five, especially uh, deal with this. So I don't really want to talk about it too much because it can get into spoilers. Essentially, new Shira's powers come from a different place. The powers work differently, as Sam mentioned. Um, so there's too many differences in simply not even just the story, in the world in the character itself and typically what we do um based on our rules what what, what we do with death battles we pick a main source right which should be like the primary source so for shira it would be like the original cartoon and then if we're going to use any other sources it has to essentially be the same character in a different environment like an elsewhere world story um because if the character is different in that other story then they wouldn't be able to do what the character does in the main story right um, so that's why we use some outside sources as supporting evidence. But if it is too conflicting with the main uh, source material, then we have to ignore it for this death battle in particular. But no, uh, Shira versus Wonder Woman came out around the same time as uh, Shira season five. It was also supposed to be the Wonder Woman movie, which is why we did this, because it was like, both of them are coming out, so this will work out perfectly. The Wonder Woman movie didn't because the world's on fire. Um, but... Um, it was not obviously specifically designed to target one character We've and, and murder them. It's, it, we've never, Death Battle's never been about targeting a fan base or a franchise specifically in a way that can like degrade them or or, or make them less important to, to people. Um, no, the show's not about that. Um, all right. I think that covers everything. We can move on to the next it's one. Like celebration yeah, of characters, uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, why did you ignore the star seed feat? The star seed threatened all of creation and He-Man destroyed it. That makes him multi or multiversal and she scales to him. I saw a lot yeah, of people talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. Uh, so we, we did we did put a tab up on this. Um, so this feat technically happened after we finished writing the battle. Uh, it, it occurred in a more recent comic book, which which kind of freaked me out for a minute because uh, I was like, oh shit um is there a is there a way that Shira should actually or is that a, is there a proof that Shira should actually win and it came out after we have you know decided this matchup do we have to go back and change everything last minute uh but then i looked into it and uh it's not quite as clear-cut as that the star seed is it, it essentially contains energy that can threaten all of creation but the problem so first of all wonder woman has broken as we say in the tab chronos scepter which also contains a force that is multiversal the god wave um so technically she has a feat that matches what what he-man did he-man um uh, in, in both cases it's unlikely that the vessel containing the energy is honestly as powerful or strong as the energy contained within that's like saying like the genie's lamp has the power of the genie, right? Um, which is not true. And and the evidence for this is the case that like He-Man didn't actually destroy the Star Seed. Prince Adam did. He, like he didn't. He doesn't have any powers. <laughs> He's just some dopey dude. <laughs> so uh, no, th- I think there's well, not enough mean, evidence man? to suggest that <laughs> He-Man sudden and Prince Adam suddenly has the power of the universe. 
um, based on this one feat. So I didn't think it was worth, you know, changing the whole episode around. And that's that. Question six. Question six. You put Wonder Woman's strength below She-Ra's because she couldn't move the moon by herself, but she was wearing the bracelets of submission. Would she be stronger than She-Ra once those were off? I, we, uh, I, I don't think you could say for certain. Yeah, Phantom Falcon, He-Man did not survive the Star Seed's explosion exploding his face. If the Star Seed did explode, truly, then the whole universe would have been destroyed right then and there, and it wasn't. Yeah, like you can't use um, that information that way. But yeah, it is likely that Shiro would be stronger without the bracelets of submission. It's, but then, then the strength Shira, isn't necessarily even Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman would yeah. be stronger but, than um, her. It's, it's, it's possible, possible, but we, we, also, always, we, we, we talked about this in the in the research review. Um, I, I asked. Uh, you and the researchers, like, are there any specific circumstances where we can, like, measure this increase in strength? And there really isn't. Um, Wonder Woman has not shown her full potential with the bracelets off. Uh, so we we can't really use the bracelets as anything more than uh, it's it's a boost in power. It's a general boost. Um, we can't really say that she's, like, 10 times stronger, 100 times stronger right. or whatnot. We, we just have to associate there's a boost to it. And so, like, if Wonder Woman were to lose based on her stats without the bracelets, then we would kind of run into a scenario where it's like, well, wait a minute, if the, could the bracelets change this? And unless Wonder Woman and She-Ra were like, like in this hypothetical uh, circumstance, if Wonder Woman and She-Ra were like dead even in all their stats, but Wonder Woman has this ability to boost herself, that gives her the advantage in the fight. But if She-Ra is much stronger and faster and, and has all the advantages in the fight, and the only thing left is to just determine this bracelet thing. I don't think it would be, we would be able to justify the fact that she just gets more powerful quote, quote, uh, as, as an advantage because we don't really know the full scope right. of that. So we have to, we have to judge by what we've seen a character do. And on top of that, like very clear cut information. So like, if it was like, and here, Wonder Woman, Diana, you will be wearing these bracelets of submission that will limit your power by 30%. Then it's great. Then we can be like, oh, cool. Well, you know, when they're off, we amplify her by 30%. Easy to go. But they don't They do not do that. And we can't just make wild yeah. assumptions. Like, that's not what the show's about. Yeah, sadly, there's no DBC moment where they're like, he's 100 times stronger. Like, you know, there's no <laughs> that. But, yeah, right. um, yeah, so, but it, honestly... It's not the thing that makes a difference in the fight either. So, yeah. But, uh, and, and that, yeah. Yeah, that wraps Last up the question. question for Shira. But one more question. Why do we have to wait until August for episode 11? Is this because COVID? Uh, all right. So, uh, in, ca in case you haven't heard what we're doing with Death Battle this year, we talked about it at the beginning of the year, but it's been a little bit. Um, so, no, uh, this break in the death battle season is not because of COVID. This was planned from the very beginning. Uh, the yep. general idea being we are doing more episodes of death battle this year than we have in the past, what, three or four years. Um, this is a 20 episode season. And the way we're doing this is we're basically balancing our animator and right uh, and uh, editing time around other rooster teeth shows. Like we've got the same, you know, pipeline and teams working on these animations as Ruby and camp camp and things like that. So in order to get this many episodes done um, while working through the Rooster Teeth production line, this is the best way to do that. And it also just kind of helps, you know, give everybody a little break in between just to kind of like recharge and get ready for the next, you know, set of episodes, as opposed to just barreling through 20 episodes without any sort of like reprieve. Um, so and, and it works but out not from a writing standpoint. is here too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say yeah, that kind of because I know because well because that's the thing I see a lot like whenever we put out something else even like death battle cast and blah, blah blah like why are you wasting your time on this when you could be giving us more death battles um, and that's the thing that I want to clarify there's a lot of different pieces to this production and just because we're taking a break doesn't mean we're taking an actual break like we, the scripts were coming in immediately pretty much after the previous ones we had like what maybe two weeks <laughs> of a gap. Uh, and it was still being researched. I mean, there still needs to be time for the research and whatnot, and we don't want to burn right. out our team. Like, that's also right. important. Um, but either way, um, 
the end result will be more death battles than we've had in a very long time in a single year. Um, so that, that this is basically the idea. And of course, we got DBX coming back and it seemed like a perfect setup where DBX could basically take over the channel in between death battle, um, which leads us into what's going on. I should ask real quick, is my mic still acting funky? It's way better. Yeah, no, it's great. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Right yeah, broadcast producers love it when they're about to throw a transition. <laughs> and you go, wait, real quick. Sorry, broadcast. Smooth. <laughs> smooth. Cody, Cody, Cody okay. Cody into things. Oh, don't worry, we've all done it. <laughs> Cody, Cody might have needed no, the extra time. so good. That is... Uh, <laughs> That is death metal cast in a um, nutshell. <laughs> so yeah, what's going on? It's, uh, let's it, talk about yeah, DBX. It's yeah. back, baby. Uh, Whoa. DBX started, yeah. Um, and actually, it should have gone up on YouTube 30 minutes ago, the episode one, and and on roosterteeth.com. It should be on both right now, the .com and on YouTube, so you can go watch it. Um, I like that you said should Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but... Well, it should have. Um, I have faith in the programming team. Faith, what are you doing, Chad? Are you double checking their work? Ridiculous. It's there. Ye of little faith. Um, yeah, it's really <laughs> awesome. Honestly, the thing I am most hyped about is just the uptick in quality of just like the host animations mm. and really the entire show. And Billy, not only did you get to provide the voice, and we got to spend more time on like honing it in. But you also got to do work on lighting the arena, which this year looks so much better. And like, really, the whole thing is just like, <laughs> dude, just way, so way we, better. We have, a Slack, we, we have a Slack channel, obviously, right? For like, uh, for death metal and all that stuff. And it cracked me up because uh, Billy <laughs> was just like, hey, so um, I don't know if it'll be helpful, but like, I went in and just like did a bunch of flybys of the arena and like, it was like, Fucking incredible! Like no one asked him to do it, but he was just like, just in case, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, he made very useful things. for promo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, the compositor for this season, uh, Andrew, who was mentioning that this he was going to need to do some lighting on it, and I was like, well, I'm going to drop everything I'm doing. I want to light that freaking thing. Let me in there. So <laughs> yeah. I, I begged for like two, three days, and uh, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy, it uh, very good it, it's been a little while, I think, since you've been on the cast. Do you want to uh, uh, remind people what you do at Rooster Teeth outside of just being the voice of Ringmaster? Hmm. Well, normally I'm a, a lighter compositor over in the regular animation side, so like Ruby, Ruby Chibi, uh, Red versus Blue, and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, the chance to do some lighting here on the show that I also voice was irresistible <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so uh getting getting uh uh multiple jobs for for dbx yes. essentially which is awesome <laughs> we're um, good at that here yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually i've had a chance uh... to work on death battles in the last little bit too which uh, has been super fun i love working with you guys i was always regretful i didn't have a chance to so this has been perfect yeah we've been definitely branching out to more of the rt like you know, animators, lighters, layout, everything that's around. And it, it, it shows in every episode. It's like, wow, that shit just looks so good. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned the, uh, um, the animation too, Sam. Right? It was like Christopher was like the lead on that for the most part. Like, uh, not... yeah, Christopher Vach was a lot of people worked on it though. A lot, a lot of the whole yeah, like, yeah, TV yeah. team worked on the host animation. Um, looks so good. And, yeah, they really they really kicked it up a notch. Uh it it is especially going back like this morning we had the uh the the like DBX season 1 marathon on RT TV and the whole time I was watching it I was just like, "Wow, this just like this this next season just looks so much better. So much it looks better. awful watching this old one. You just every time I was watching I was like, "Jesus Christ, how did this pass? Like this year's looks so so much better." <laughs> Don't um, hate on Thor it, versus the hundred Pikachu's, all right? No, no, not that. Not you, that. I mean, yeah. you hate it's just like, yeah. I'm just talking about like the the tech and arena and stuff we've used for like making. Just like I mean, just go watch the newest episode, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. How much crisper the animation is, how much crisper the environment is, and just how much more fluid and beautiful everything looks in comparison especially at least when it comes to host stuff uh fine animations are uh as well like i mean even this one getting to do new stuff with it this year like last year we were pretty limited in like the scope of what we had and what we could do and this year's like 
out the gate we have one from the sort of filmmaker guys which is a thing we've you know literally mm-hmm. never done on dbx and like yeah it's just it's a lot a lot of fun to play with and have those opportunities this year just had that little bit of extra time to make things super super pretty and great mm-hmm. so like what what has been the main difference um for you sam um between this year of dbx and last year because last year was when we first introduced ringmaster and first introduced this change to the dbx format um where it, w- it was now based on uh, viewer voting and we would have two endings um same thing this year you guys get to vote on yep. who should win and we will have two endings one is the official ending right based on whichever one got the most votes and the other one yeah. is the alternate ending which is still accessible yeah it what, is what's here, the, main fact, the alternate the alternate endings used to only be accessible to first members this year they're just everybody you just go to the dot com and everybody can watch alternate endings which is extra cool um I mean, honestly, last year we had less time and we spent a good portion of our time in the process of like the new format and like making, figuring out this character, making a character for the show and all this other stuff. And this year we just got to focus all the time on like polishing it essentially. And that, that honestly is the main difference. We had more time and we used that time rather than in like concept creation and stuff, which was a hundred percent necessary, obviously. But this year we got to just focus on like polish, making it look good, making it cool, uh, making a lot of things to really making Ringmaster like more in his character and like, you know, honing all that kind of stuff in. And yeah, it it just it shows big time. Is there any one thing that you really wanted to focus on or, or a couple things that you really want to focus on improving or adding to the season now that we don't have to spend the most of our time like thinking up how to do it? Uh, I mean, some of that, I think for me was like, and this could just because of the position I was in, but like in my brain, I was a lot more focused on the writing side of it. I think that's just because having writing most of it, um, <laughs> and having help from one of the writers, having, attack, writing uh, most of it. <laughs> having whatever, uh, but yeah, being, being a writer on every episode and stuff like kind of just like honing it in. Oh, there so. <laughs> honing it in making it a bit more like quick and quippy and fun fast mm. like because last year i i felt in some of the episodes there was just a little bit too much like innocuous information for the sake of like for the sake of trying to make it feel a little bit more death battle and this year we have it's just kind of like here's the need to know for a character here's with some funny jokes into the fight like we're just into it right I think, finding the the proper voice and presentation. Yeah, the average fight in this season is uh, about the same, if not a little bit longer than last season. And the episodes, though, overall are are shorter because we have less. You know, I think I think Goku Superman from last year was a good thing. I think the the host animation is like a minute longer than most of the ones this season, just because we kind of talk about stuff they do. And it's not really necessary information there. And the point of DBX should be like fun and fast and digestible. Mm. So like getting to focus in on that, it's like, it's, you get funny jokes. Like we're not telling you any information anymore unless we think it's like an absolute need to know for the character or funny. There's not like a, well, this is information. You get a very general understanding of who this character is. Ha ha fun. Now watch them. If you want to know more, go Uh, find out yourself. Right. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. So yeah, and, and yeah, I think just focusing on that helps. But honestly, bringing the two D team in and like having them mm. put a real professional layer—that was something that I I did not expect the quality to jump up as much as it did. So obviously, I'm very happy with the outcome of it because it turned out real. <laughs> All good. those little flourishes just add so much. It's amazing. So many yeah, well, and, <laughs> yeah. It was it was yeah the. Secondary animation is great on all of it. And it was really cool too, because with DBX, one thing is having the show originate for us, the original thing was like, oh, animators would come to us with a fight idea that we didn't necessarily think like, oh, that's not like what we're going to do for a death battle right now or something like that. But it's not like we don't want to do it. So like we kind of wanted to give animators an opportunity to have like a place that's like, oh, you got this great idea you want to do. Let's do it, right? And so that kind of, idea and mindset definitely came through to even the host animations this year which it was just like a lot of the direction we gave people was like it needs to be this but if you have any ideas even if they're dumb whatever like 
really whatever you want to do with it just make sure you have fun and make it cool like do what you think is going to be cool for this animation and that happened a lot like even in the intro there's like this weird pink swirl effect that chris added that our is it's like just cool it just works really well right and like that was not anything that was in the direction he was just like this is cool and i was like yeah this shit is cool and then we did it like so and like having that kind of attitude towards the animation i think helped a lot because like the the animators got to toss a lot of personality into them and you can see it's kind of funny when you get to know the individual people animated each episode the way they move ringmaster around like one of the animators gill like Gil actually animated, I believe, the dance uh, part of hmm. um, Deadpool Mask, and like he's really good at that kind of like fluid, jumpy, bouncy movement stuff. And you can see the the episode of the DBX <laughs> that he animated, his host animation, is like the same stuff. He's got like he's got twirls and a hop <laughs> and like a little like thing where he shows it off. And like it's really cool to see the animators like bring their personality out in that way as well. Yeah, I mean DBX is great. It's like death metal is so serious i mean we joke around and we have fun but the concept of the show is just so serious yeah and the dbx there's is a serious like, underlining to what we're trying to accomplish with it <laughs> right and so like dbx is just great like it we it solved a lot of problems for us because like one thing we ask ourselves always is just like how do we get people more death battle right or like more of the stuff that they want to see um and then it also is a great way to test out new animators. It's also a great way to like, you know, we we have to be very strict sometimes with the way a death battle fight goes, you know, like it is for entertainment, but also like we need to show these specific things. And like, this is like Sam said, it's just more of a playground for our animators to be like, do some cool shit. Like there's no research behind yeah, have this. Fun. This is purely for fun. Like make something entertaining and cool. Um, exactly. Always has been. Uh, what about you, Billy? Yeah. Have you been having fun uh, with this season so far? I have. It's been it's been great. I love uh, working in the booth with Sam because, you know, we, we kind of try to work things out beforehand, but there's a little bit of ad-libbing back and forth just because sometimes lines don't read off the page the same way that they do once this guy starts shouting. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's well, we never do that. Ben and I are very there. serious in the booth. You can go watch <laughs> yeah. our blooper reels like uh, we're always one, one on that script. <laughs> we never but go off then, script ever we had like <laughs> like on that on that same example and how time helps is like a one of the episodes later i don't want to spoil the fight but it involves something from star wars right in having billy had like we had extra time and billy's a really really big star wars fan so he was able to like give, give right the script here. to pass through and like mm-hmm. yeah you know kind of i see all the mandalorian masks and stormtrooper masks <laughs> back there actually um i need to put these guys on so i can actually see but yeah, it, and it was like that is what time allows. Like Billy had to had the time to go have a Passover before we went in the booth and like just made that episode better. And yeah, that's kind of how the the story of this whole season was like time <laughs> equal better. It's been very interesting. Right. Time and in collaboration. Part of the way, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, not not spoiling anything but ben ben and i are currently recording uh for the next slew of death battle episodes um which has been fun because we're uh doing it from home but also ben and i like we've almost almost never voice separately or alone like even if one of us has to voice usually the other person is there because i feel like the episodes come out a lot stronger for that like ben catches me on reads i catch him and then we both contribute ideas and like i think honestly that's a huge key to why death battle is entertaining um but so with this new work from home thing, um, Jeb, <laughs> our uh, casting director, uh, is now sitting in on these sessions, <laughs> and he recently got to go through his first death battle session, and it was it was very fun for him because <laughs> he got to see Ben and I's process, which is um, I don't want to say not different. professional it, because it is very for what different. we do. <laughs> it's very different from what like a Ruby recording session is or any, any sort of like typical voice acting session would be. Right. Uh, so that was a little bit of a, of a shock, I think to really anybody who ever sits in on one of those sessions. Um, but, but it's ju- uh, uh, just, just moving on. Um, DBX, the first episode of DBX is out on YouTube and on roosterteeth.com uh, for you to check out. Uh, please also check out the alternate ending. It is on roosterteeth.com for everybody to see. Um, and there will be a new episode of DBX every week from here um, mm-hmm. for for the next, I guess, technically nine weeks. There are 10 episodes of DBX um, until August, the first week of August, which is when Death Battle kicks back up. Um, or maybe the second week of August, August 9th. Uh, it's like back so, to school. 
Yes. With death metal. Oh, no. Now we're like semesters. <laughs> uh, so the next semester of death metal begins August 9th. 9th. Um, but in the meantime, you can always vote on DBXs and let us know who you think should win and why, which leads us to Please our do. community death battle. Before we go on the show, you know what's crazy? That 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle to get or maintain an erection, which is a whole hell of a lot of people. And it doesn't have to be that way, and you don't have to, you know, use those weird gas station pills or, like, eat a ton of oysters. No, you can just go to Hims, which is a brand that deals with a lot of male wellness, including stuff like hair loss, skin care, and, of course, what we're talking about today, sexual wellness. So Hims connects you with a real licensed doctor and approved FDA pharmaceutical products to treat ED, well-known generic equivalents to name brands that you know, and that helps you, you know, get the prescriptions you need at a very affordable price. And you can see results that other treatments will definitely fall short of. Stop worrying about multiple in-offer doctor's visits because Hims is just super painless, and you don't have to get any painful injections uh, like other treatments. It's super easy. You just answer some questions on like a medical history sheet, chat with a doctor for a confidential review, and if you're approved by that doctor, the product's just shipped to your house in a nice discreet package, and then bada bing, bada boom, you fix your problem. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's really that simple. So to try Hims today, you can do that, and you can do a free online visit by going to forhims.com slash castdd. That's forhims, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash castdd. Forhims.com slash castdd. Prescription projects are subject to a doctor's approval and require an online consultation with a physician who will determine if the prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went in person to the doctor's office or pharmacy. Remember, that's 4 slash ed. Help yourself. Oh, what a transition. Good job, Ben. That was, that was <laughs> well done. So community death battles while DBX is uh, in season. Um, are, are, are going to be whatever the next DBX is. And it's already been announced. If you've watched the late uh, Vegeta versus Thor, the next DBX. I still can't believe we're doing this. Is <laughs> Sam, you want to? Is Mulan I... versus Lucina because why <laughs> Sorry, not? It sounded like you said Xena. He said Lucina from Lucina, Fire Lucina, yeah. Fire yeah. yes. <laughs> um, and well, I because... mean, and Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mulan versus Lucina. Um, so you can let us know who you think should win and why. Uh, in the meantime, um, we have some responses about why people voted the way they did for Vegeta versus Thor. So let's go ahead and bring up some of those answers. We're still doing that, right? <laughs> we are professional here. Uh, no, <laughs> we are not doing that. Never mind. Uh, we won't bring up any answers. <laughs> uh, but uh, you can vote for who you think should win uh mulan versus lucina and tell let, let us know why like we still want to know why you think uh one of them should win over the other um but if you want to see who won the poll last week it's the same as uh the victor for the actual dbx so go ahead and check that out um it's it's a doozy it's a pretty fun one <laughs> yeah and we you can go to uh and you can check out the other ending as well i do love that we put the sure. poll results at the end it's a nice reminder that, that they're usually pretty close yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah. mean, God, some of them last season, I expect the same this season where like a percent, it would be like 51, 49, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was crazy. I think one of them was like, it, like a decimal point percentage, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can get pretty close. Um, yep. so again, what do you guys think? Like, like I, like I mentioned, I think last time we had DBX out, uh, please don't take these episodes super seriously. They are fan votes. It's for fun. We're just here to have like a really fun, crazy, cool fight and see what you guys think about it. So that's all. DBX I, is a fun I'm, show. <laughs> I, I'm leaning 100% Lucina just solely because uh, she's very good in Smash and I like playing her. That is 100%. <laughs> uh, that was my entire be my grounding is, is that I, she's a great Smash character. I don't see how Mulan will win this, <laughs> but... 
Maybe they, again, it's for fun, so they want to vote and see her win anyway. Did Mulan have a TV show? Was there a, was there a Mulan TV show? Um, there were extra movies. Mm. Yeah. But if there was a TV show, that's, that's very uh, possible. Oh, she appeared in House of there House. There is. There is. Um, there is a TV show. Huh. I Wait. don't think I knew that. No, Mulan never received uh, a television no. series. However, the film's mm. character is... Mm. Uh, have appeared in Disney's House of Mouse uh, yeah. and Once Upon a Time. Um, and has appeared on other TV shows. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, she doesn't have that under her belt, which usually, like, those Disney TV shows... Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we've looked into Disney princesses before. We've talked about this. And, like, Rapunzel, there's a Tangled Dude. TV show that gives her crazy magic powers. It's yeah, insane. if Rapunzel would ever come into death battle, a lot of it would be pulled from that show, not the actual movie. <laughs> so For sure. Um, uh, poor poor Mulan doesn't get that advantage though, which is unfortunate. But um, either way, but she uh, is as mysterious as the dark side of the moon, so she's got that going for her. Um, <laughs> didn't wasn't there a, a, a whole lot that tried yeah, to analyze yeah. that? Like Lucy would yeah. not be able to handle a, a, a musical sequence. Yeah, had no experience. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, how is Lucy going to handle that? I mean, technically, once the musical starts, she loses control over herself so, and right, has there you to go. get involved <laughs> in the musical, right? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining us in just like on this us. episode. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, so um, go vote. Let us know who you think should win and why, uh, and we will check out that DBX um, next week. And while I'm talking about voting go do important votes, you know, for people in your state and in the nation coming all the way back around to what I talked about at the beginning. Um, it's one thing I didn't mention that I meant to talk about is that voting is very important for accomplishing change that needs to very. be Very. Yes. Please vote. Um, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Death Battle right. Cast. We will see you thank all you next week.